Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. If you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, uh, leave us a review rating or a comment if you're uh, listening to this on a podcast app. If you're watching this on YouTube, hey, leave a comment. Let us know what you guys thought about AEW tonight. What was your favorite part? What did you like? What did you hate? Brody really? Lee's the answer. Brody yeah. Lee's the answer to the best part. Brody Lee, hey, is that the comment you're going to leave? Brody Lee is what you love? Brody Lee is best. All right. Double thumbs up right there. Uh, so, yeah, and then, of course, we're taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, so, yeah, we had uh, for our subs and channel members and uh, and patrons today another episode of Friendo Club TV where I lost my shit and rage quit it on you for NBA 2K uh, 20. So tonight we had an episode of AEW Dynamite before the show happened. Um, the scheduled, what I would assume be the main event, it was going to be Mox, Will Hobbs, Darby Allen taking on uh, Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks. That was canceled, replaced yeah. with Mox versus Eddie Kingston for the AEW Championship because Ooh. Archer... Uh, he's ill. He's got COVID. Apparently, he's got a new. He's got a new opponent, Larson. He's spun off into a different story. This opponent is, uh, yeah, it's COVID. So, uh, yeah, he put a tweet up about it, uh, explaining the situation. Let me pull that up real quick. Yeah, it says uh, when I returned from our last show, a family member was ill. When I got home, I found out later a friend who had taken my family member to the vet for a dachshund was COVID positive while at home. Now, I've also gotten sick, tested positive. I feel okay. Expect to see me in two weeks. So, uh, first, uh, wishing a speedy recovery to uh, Lance and his family. Um, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the main event they booked instead tonight, Mox versus Eddie, was kind of like sitting there waiting for him anyways because Eddie, he was never 
eliminated over the top rope at the Battle Royal. He's been saying for weeks that uh, he wasn't eliminated. Whatever Lance had, has, he should have too. So he kind of got it tonight. Uh, Eddie and Mox, they have a history, which was, was alluded to, referenced, and made for a fun main event. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, Ricky got out there for the, 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 the attack after the main event. Uh, all in all, though, it was a reasonably good show. Uh, needed more Brody Lee. Honestly, two hours of Brody Lee would be my preference. Uh, he is one of the three best things in all professional wrestling right now. Yeah, Brody Lee is, is absolutely terrific, man. He's, 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 he's the best. Uh, probably uh, a bit more, well, related to that, I guess. Uh, the return of Cody. What what's what yeah. what popular culture reference? Well, isn't there like a uh, oh, what's a kid? Is it like the Adams family or something? Who has like like super dark hair I mean, like that? Uh, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Who am I thinking of? Eddie Munster. Thank you. Who is that? Yes. Loco yeah, Motif. Munster. Thank you for yeah. knowing that. <laughs> Hey, he looked yeah. like Eddie Munster. He did. So he it looked like he back. hit the, the Just for Men a little too hard. Yeah, a little bit. Because it's not his natural, like, he has dark brown hair. Yeah. Uh, and this, yeah, was like emo Cody. <laughs> or Eddie Munster Cody. It's Eddie Munster, man. Um, so, yeah, uh, uh, Cody returned. Uh, he took out, like, the basically the entire Dark Order. Uh, it got Brody Lee pretty steamed. He got a great promo talking about thirst trap pictures on oh, Instagram. Man. It was so uh, good. This is honestly, man, I'll be honest with you. Cody at this point has go away heat with me. If he thinks he's going to take that title back off of Brody Lee, that makes me really sad. I really don't want that to happen. I hope they Here. find a way to make him look strong, but just keep him away from that title. Damn it. It doesn't make me sad. It makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brody Lee, as I said, is one of the best three things in all professional wrestling. He might be the best thing going in AEW right now. He's that damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only, maybe, so I don't think they put all the belts on one person. The only acceptable, acceptable substitute, they take that TNT title off him, that means they're putting the world title on him. Uh, yeah, it's probably... No, it doesn't. But that would be the acceptable. Probably substance. not the case, but uh, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty great. Shane's birthday tweet here in the Twitch chat says Cody looks like Peter Parker when Venom took over him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Uh, we had the in-ring debut of Miro in a match that may or may not uh, have uh, been thrown awry, thanks to what might have been either really good selling or a legit like a uh, uh, busted ankle for a moment, anyways. Uh, because that's... Well, I don't think he could just bust an ankle for a moment. Well, you know what I mean. Like he might have yeah, tweaked like a sprained it ankle. Yeah, 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 yeah sprained his ankle. Yeah, yeah. Bust is, yeah bust I, I don't know. Is, last I checked, bust is not an actual medical term. I just use it to mean that he got hurt. Well, for it's a, a euphemism for breaking it. Usually, anyways. Um, uh, at the finish there, he seen me moving around okay. Yeah, I know. So I'm hoping that it was just a sell job. But like after that happened, all of a sudden things started getting really botchy. Uh, like Kip Sabian got launched over the thing, and it just he took an awkward spill. You can hear Joey Janela saying, "Are you okay? Are you all right?" Yeah. yeah uh, no. And then he came. Ba- Janela came back over and just didn't land, and it was just a mess. It was kind of a botchy mess. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was a little awkward, but uh, but still, it was good to see Miro back in the ring. So that was cool. Yeah, definitely is. Definitely is. What else happened tonight? Uh, more of the ongoing uh, Kenny Omega Hangman Page saga. That's what. Let's talk about Brody Lee for an hour. Um, 
There was an awkward Tully Blanchard interview. <laughs> Still not exactly sure what he was. The point of all that was. We got to see we got to see uh, Eva Lee and uh, and Thunder Rosa in mm-hmm. the ring again, and mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of when they first had a bit of an encounter, uh, it it seemed relatively. Man, did you see the? I hadn't noticed the little sequence that uh, Matthew from Botchamania, the the gif that he tweeted out or he retweeted anyways, of when uh, uh, during their last match, Ivelisse was just sitting there. Thunder Rosa comes up behind her to like try to get oh, her, yeah. and Ivelisse was just she, sitting there acting so like not into it. Um, she's like doing this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, we got to see a little bit of that. Anyways, we can just like hop right into it. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Late Night Dynamite and a little bit about Dark after we uh, talk about the, the main show here. Or we could talk about, like, really quick, we can talk about Late Night Dynamite since that preceded it. All right, all right yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Let me right. scroll down to my notes here. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Jericho is on commentary. He had a great blazer, too. He's got mm-hmm. a collection of great blazers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first bout, Ben Carter versus Scorpio Sky. Uh, I had really seen Ben Carter before. Uh, dude is super fast. Pretty darn athletic. Seems like he's really young. Uh, he's got a lot of potential. Yeah. They should probably sign this guy. Yeah, they should. I'd kind of be parcel to him going to New Japan and go through the Young Lion thing, though. That'd be even cooler. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they totally should. If they have the opportunity to sign him, they totally should. Because mm-hmm. everything that he showed in this match, and then I watched his match um, against Lee Johnson on Dark. And uh, Lee Johnson's pretty great himself. But, uh, but yeah, now this kid has everything uh, you, know, you want uh, out of a out of a wrestler, uh, a clean slate, you know, man, love to see what they could do with my. I do. I wonder if, I do wonder if, you know, AEW. They have been very very good at bringing people in. I mean, the entire company was started like the majority of the roster started with guys who already had their characters in place for the most for the most part mm-hmm. uh, on the indie circuit. They have a lot of great talent they feature on things like Dark, uh, and they have done a decent job of building up guys. Like, for example, well, I don't know about building up, but giving some personality to guys like Silver and Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, they've done similar like with Wardlow. Originally, Wardlow was going to be something different than he ended up being, but we still haven't seen him be fully fleshed out beyond just being yeah. MJF. But there's been flashes of it. Um, I don't know. Like For me, I wonder if, if Ben Car- New Japan has been so good at you know their young lion system where you're a young lion, mm-hmm. you go on excursion, and then they debut with, you know, they re-debut you. With you know, like you get Jay, Jay White a Switchblade, you get the Ticking mm-hmm. Time Bomb when he debuted. All these really great characters and concepts that they come up with. It'll be it would be interesting to see if AEW would be able to do something similar with somebody whose move set and whose in ring ability is already so on point with the, like a Ben Carter, um, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to just saying, "Hey, what do you want to do? Go out there and do it." Uh, sometimes, you know, a little bit of, uh, of more, you know, I, I don't know exactly how new Japan does it. I don't know who came up with the switchblade character, but, uh, whatever they do over there works. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see how AEW would approach somebody like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, this match was fun. Uh, uh, Ben Carter put up a good fight against Scorpio sky. However, Scorpio sky hits a TKO to get the win next match. Anna J versus Brandy Rhodes. Uh, of course, this was because Anna Jay choked out Brandy Rhodes the night 
that uh, uh, Brody Lee defeated Cody for that TNT title. Uh, Anna Jay gets the win here. Uh, she's helped somewhat by uh, some uh, distraction via Uno and Stu Grayson. Um, and uh, she gets win via rear chokehold. Brandy passes out. Uh, we had a Scorpio Sky interview. He puts over Ben Carter. Uh, he's going to go after that TNT title. Uh, Matt Seidel steps in, and uh, uh, Sky's like uh, Sky mentions that Spears is looking for revenge since Seidel was the guy who eliminated him in the Battle Royal. Wishes him luck, and uh, they have a very friendly relationship. Uh, that's a feud that'd be kind of fun to see. I don't know exactly where you know what they're really. Like it, they were, they were teasing like a tag team, and they keep on mentioning that Scorpio Sky is all about his singles run now because he was yeah. just in a tag team. So uh, I mean, the only other thing you think, the only thing they could do besides the tag team is a feud. So unless they're just friendly for that one moment, I don't know. Uh, after that, we had uh, Brody Lee. Oh, a hype package for the match that we had tonight: Brody Lee versus mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy. Really well done. And then we had the main event: uh, Matt Seidel versus uh, Sean Spears, of course. Uh, AEW's so good at continuity, man. Matt Seidel comes out. He wipes off the ropes uh, before heading up top. It's a top rope. Meteora gets yeah, to with that. Uh, but, yeah, this is, a fun, this is a fun match, dude. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Matt Seidel's really good. Um, he does all sorts of fast, crazy, super athletic aerial moves. But even just like in some of his map-based stuff, it's just so quick. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, at one point, uh, Spears, he rolls out of the ring. He's sitting in a chair. Uh, Seidel hits a running drop kick, knocks the chair over, grabs the chair, brings it to the ring, and he's posing with the chair. Ah, so the rest deal with that. So Tully goes over to to uh, Spears, loads up the glove, mm-hmm. loads up the glove. So Seidel goes up top, goes for a shooting star press, misses that. Uh, Spears goes for his Death Valley driver C four. Seidel escapes that. Yeah, uh, kind of goes for a roll up, and, and Spears punches down, bang, with the loaded glove. Follows with C4 for the win. Um, afterwards, Spears is setting up the clock. Seidel again with the, lo- uh, the left hand, the loaded glove. Bang. But Scorpio Sky runs out to make the save before he can do it. Yep. Uh, we had another Ben Walker. Let me see. Let me take a look at the – I did not write down the actual results from uh, from Dark because I was just sort of – I watched like a little bits and pieces here and there. But there was another – if there was any match on there, I'd say check out. It's definitely the uh, Ben Carter versus uh, – mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Johnson match, uh, yeah, that that Ben Carter, he's he's gonna go play. He's only like twenty two or twenty three years old. That's crazy. And honestly, you know the the fun thing about Dark, I mean, this is one reason. This is one thing that that AEW is just so great at. It's just and we've talked about this a lot before. It all it all starts at the top, like you've noted last week. You got Tony Khan sitting in a gorilla position, wearing like a baggy t shirt, some flip flops, and some you know shorts. Mm-hmm. That sort of spirit of of just casual pervades especially dark, and we've seen this before in little clips here and there with commentary. But you know, after Ricky Starks has his match against Chris Daniels, he heads over to commentary, and everybody's just cracking each other up. They're sort oh, of yeah. floating in and out of character here and there, but by and large, like it's a really good team. You've mentioned this before, Veda Scott. She's really good. She's really good. Yeah. Um. And uh. And yeah. It's just it's it's a lot of fun. And so like just how loose it is, and it's the kind of thing that you won't get in WWE. Um. It, it's really really good. So anyways, let's see here on Dark. We have we had a lot of matches. Dark. This is one thing. Like Dark was an hour and forty minutes. That's like yeah, but that's like the length of a dynamite. It is. Um. You had a uh, Dark Order, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno versus Fuego Del Sol and Rembrandt Lewis. 
Uh, Great names. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, honestly, like some of these guys, some of these, they're, they're just, they're doing what they can to stand out, you know? And that's what's so fun about watching some of these matches. Obviously, the Dark Order here picked up the win, but mm-hmm. this is fun stuff. You had, like I said, Chris Daniels versus Ricky Starks. Uh, Ricky Starks uh, won there. Uh, you had the Butcher and the Blade versus uh, Puff and uh, <laughs> a poor guy named Calvin Stewart. It's the best. It's the dude. It's like going to a, to a high school gym show you know yeah yeah that's what you think of and that's that stuff can be so this guy's got like a donut on his belt buckle man <laughs> it's terrific it's absolutely terrific that's great uh, uh let's see here we had oh let me see i'm gonna go to the next round here oh, by the way i'm getting these results through sports kita a lot of places all the all the websites have results but sports kita by far is the one that doesn't have all these ads just you know permeating and 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 screwing up my rig here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Will Hobbs uh, defeated Serpentico. Will Hobbs is great. It's fun to see him with a smaller mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Dante Smiley and Max Stardom taking on the Lucha Brothers. Who do you think won that match, Larson? Uh, hmm, Lucha Brothers? Probably, yeah. It was the Lucha Brothers. Not probably. Yeah. It was definitely. We had Ryzen and Xander Gold. Versus Dark Order's 5 and 10. Dark Order won that one. Uh, Joey Janelle and Sonny Kiss versus uh, uh, Kevin Blackwood and Daniel Garcia. Joey Janelle and Sonny Kiss won that one. <laughs> uh, the the uh, the gun guys, uh, Austin and Billy Gunn, uh, versus Mbadu and Cruz. Honestly, like so much of this was fun just to listen to Taz and, and, and Ricky Starks talk about these guys during their entrances. Uh. Gun Club wins that one. Women's Action, Serena Deeb versus Kylan King. Uh, Serena Deeb won that one. And then uh, Ben Carter versus Lee Johnson. Uh, uh, Ben Carter won that. And then Eddie Kingston in the main event uh, beat Brian Pillman Jr. So yeah, they mentioned that. Is that is that where uh, Kingston got that giant bruise on his back? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the the, the bit that happened though. I sort of skipped through that match. Um, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, Uh, there's your dark results. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Going to Dynamite, back to it. Uh, show kicked off with Kip and Miro. Miro making his in-ring AEW debut against Joey Janela on Sunny Kiss. Uh, before the match began, uh, Sabian introduced Miro, called him the most handsome man ever, the best man. Um, and then uh, Joey and Sonny get a picture-in-picture promo. Uh, and Joey is essentially uh, warning Kip not to marry Penelope Ford. He said, I've been there, and that's a mistake waiting to happen. Um, so this match was all right. As you mentioned, there were spots that were a little clunky, um, uh, you know, especially after Miro seemed like he may have twisted his ankle or something. Um, but Miro came back. Uh, there was a spot where where uh, 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 Sonny, I believe, is legal, the legal man. And and so holding the ropes open so Joey can, I think, do a suicide dive through it. And while Joey's there, 
you know, essentially revving up, uh, Miro comes in, uh, takes him, rams uh, his head into Sunny Kiss's behind, um, sending Sunny over the top rope, and then uh, hits Joey, kicks Joey, and then eventually Moshka kick. Uh, JR called it an accolade still. It's now called Game Over, the camel clutch. Uh, and then uh, Sonny tapped. Sonny Kiss is like one of my favorite wrestlers to watch in the ring, man. He's so oh, yeah. like he's so fun. Like when he got that tag in, the hot tag, how he like did the thing where he like flipped over uh I forget who it was. Oh Kip it would have been Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian's back yeah. to get that tag. He's a lot of fun to watch. Oh yeah, um, definitely. De- after that we had an Eddie Kingston promo. He explains why he's getting the title shot tonight because he was never eliminated. That that's the kind of thing that WWE would have like run into the ground with that with never a payoff, and with AEW, it's like, well, hey, like Chris what? Axel, they did do that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, so in this case, you know, AEW, oh, somebody's got COVID. Uh, we need a match. All right, well, this makes sense because he keeps on talking about it. Let's just do it. Um, it's that's that's good stuff. So it basically, uh, he uh, has a promo talking about why he got the shot tonight. Calls Mox that he's in. You know, we basically used to be the same, but he's a sellout because he went to the WWE, sold his soul, and he calls him out. He says, "Get out here." Mox comes out. They brawl. They get pulled apart. They're the main event. Yeah. After that, we had Evil Uno versus Hangman Adam Page. Kenny Omega's on commentary, pushing the idea still. Uh, in fact, uh, for the second week in a row. Uh, I believe Excalibur says this match was initially offered to Kenny and Page as a tag match, uh, but Kenny declined. Therefore, uh, it'll be Uno and Page in singles competition. Kenny goes on and on on commentary about he's a singles wrestler now. He's done with the tag team stuff. Um, and uh, he wasn't so dismissive of Page's abilities as a singles wrestler this time out, though. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of talk. There was one mention of, of them getting tired. Uh, there wasn't a whole. There was one mention. Uh, Kenny saying, "Oh, I haven't seen Paige do that before." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no mention from Kenny. I don't rem- recall at least of him saying, "Oh, this is normally the spot where I come in and save him, or I get the hot tag and lead us to victory." There was none of that stuff tonight that I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, fun match though. Um, Paige ended up getting the win following a buckshot lariat. Uh, he didn't seem as interested in searching for Kenny this time post victory. Um, in fact, he just kind of looked at Acam. And then after Kenny excused himself commentary booth as Kenny was looking through going through the tunnel, Paige just kind of did this. Just kind of turned his head slightly, mm-hmm. as to say, "I wonder if he's still over there." Eh, I don't need to look. Uh, after that, we had uh, let's see here. Uh, sorry, yeah, Tony uh, trying to go interview the Young Bucks, and uh, he's kind of worried there. The same thing that happened to Marvez might happen to him. Uh, Matt answers the door. Tony flinches, and Matt's like, you know, oh, oh, we just flinch. We're not gonna do that. We go back a long ways. Uh, Matt says, you know what, man? A lot of people have been bugging us about this stuff. Says we never should have kick, uh, super kicked uh, Marvez and the referee. Uh, he says, uh, you know, we've just lost a lot lately. Title opportunities, relationships with friends. Uh, Tony asks about FTR, and Matt's sort of beside himself. He's like, yeah, you could do better, Matt. Next question. Uh, Tony asked another question he doesn't like, and he's like, are you trolling us right now? He's like, let me get your phone. Give me your phone. So Tony gives him his phone. <laughs> he just starts smashing it against the wall, against the door mm-hmm. jam. He's like smashing it so it all no, breaks. Gives it back to him, and uh, he throws a wad of money at him. Says, here, go yeah. get yourself a new one. Go upgrade. Uh, R. Lopez Ortiz in chat here says, crazy that late night 
uh, Dynamite got over 500,000 viewers. Yeah, dude. Started at 12.45 Eastern. Apparently got a better 18-49 number than Super Tuesday 2. It was like ninth in the demo, I think. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. After that, uh, best thing in wrestling right now, Brody Lee defending his TNT championship against Orange Cassidy. Uh, this was, by and large, for the first two-thirds of it, a Brody Lee squash match. He was destroying Orange Cassidy. Um, I don't. Why was John Silver having a bit of a fit ringside? I missed that part. Like, right before the match started. Oh, I didn't notice. I don't know. I looked away, and he's out there having a fit anyways. NMJ gets up on the apron to try to distract Orange. He puts sunglasses on her. Brody just calmly walks over, takes him off, has a face-to-face with Cassidy, drops him on the mat. Cassidy oh, does the Orange hand- Cassidy threw his shirt at John Silver. Gotcha. That's why. Um, Thanks, uh, does Jack. the hands and pockets thing, sweet shit music. Um, and then Brody just stands there. Doesn't flinch. Doesn't bat an eye. Pop. Pops him with a shot. Tosses the shades in the stands. Like I said, for a while, he's just throwing Cassidy all over the place, destroying him. At one point, I mean, at several points, he he's he's bullying John Silver. But at one mm. point in particular... So, uh, like, prior, early in the match, he yells at Silver to get his title while Silver is just kind of lingering around on the floor. Another time, he tells John Silver to get up on the apron and hold his belt up, pose. Mm-hmm. And Silver's there for, like, three seconds. Brody comes over and just shoves him off the apron <laughs> to the floor. It's fantastic. It's so good. It's so it dang good. Funny. So, uh, there's a spot where uh, Brody hits a couple of half-and-half suplexes on Cassidy. Brody picks him up. Cassidy collapses. Brody picks him up again, sets up for a discus lariat. Cassidy collapses again. Brody tries a lariat again. Cassidy collapses again. Um, and then Cassidy tries to roll him up, gets a two. This one, Cassidy starts to go on a run, hits a suicide dive. Uh, then another uh, strings together a good amount of offense. Uh, and then this brings John Silver into the ring. He eats a Superman punch and then uh, allows Brody to hit a powerbomb and then a discus lariat on Cassidy to get the win. Uh, and then the lights come down and like some sort of kind of ominous uh, Tron plays with some kind of like choir type music, but it kind of sounds familiar and uh, not too far into it. I was like, Oh, this is just Cody, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when the lights start happening behind the, the, the kind of circular thing on stage. I'm like, Oh, it's just Cody, isn't it? Uh, and the thing comes up and all the smoke and fog and stuff. And it's Cody. He's just got dark hair now <laughs> and dark suit. And he comes to the ring, clears dark order guys out. Uh, hits uh, Alan Angels with Cody Cutter, and then puts him in a figure four. Yeah, I'm gonna be mad if he he gets that TNT. Title I know. I'm not gonna be happy about that, dude. I'm not gonna be but happy about that at all. Afterwards, Brody has he's supposed to be an interview. Uh, he just grabs the mic from Dasha and starts <laughs> yeah. screaming into camera. He's like, "The audacity <laughs> of you, Cody! The audacity! You've been gone for five weeks while I've been here doing all the work." He says, I, I, you know, what kind of man sends another man to do his work? Uh, I'm mentioning Dustin. And he says, what kind of man lets his wife post Instagram thirst traps while calling him daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Silver, give me that thing. And so he's got a dog collar with a chain on it. And he's talking about how, Cody, you've been running, but you can't run anymore. Uh, someday I'm going to wrap this collar around that godforsaken tattoo on your neck. Um, he said, you got one week to answer me. Uh, are you a man or are you a coward? It was so good. Yeah, that was good stuff. Brody Lee is the best. That was good stuff. Yeah. Sorry. So chat's like saying, oh, man, I like Cody. I'm glad that Cody's back. That's good. That's good. Worst stands for Brody Lee. We oh, are 100%. Dark Order. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where do I sign up? Exactly. I want to sign up right now. Oh, man. Mr. Uh, Dub says, I don't hate Cody, but, but but he does make it easy to make fun of him. Yeah, he does. He totally does. He does. I don't actually. Here's the thing. I don't mind Cody. I just love Brody Lee. I don't mm-hmm. want that title leaving him. Yep. 100%. That's the thing. And 100%. I think I Cody in his head is like, oh, man, I'm like the I'm the most popular guy. So I should come back. And he's so old school. I, I'll come back and, you know, get that title back. And uh, oh. You know what? If Cody is old school and he's a student of especially the NWA, how they used to do it, it was all about the chase for the baby faces. Yeah. They'd get the title and they'd get that title right off and put it back on the heel and get another baby face for the chase. Mm-hmm. That was Ric Flair's career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, if he's really a student of the game, he'll realize at this juncture, money's in people going after Brody Lee, not people going after Cody. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we're wrong. Maybe he'll. Uh... Maybe uh, maybe he won't get that title back. One could hope. One could yeah. hope. Or Brody loses it and just goes on an absolute rampage. Yeah, I mean, look, it'll regardless, it'll all make for great being the elite segments. Mm-hmm. Poor John Silver. Mm-hmm. Anyways. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, So after that, we had a Matt Hardy private party promo uh, where he basically says uh, Jericho is his number one suspect uh, because he's got a bat, and uh, he says... Uh, the more things change, the more things stay the same. You want to be known as Demo God, the million viewer man, but you'll always be known as a asshole. And that uh, brings the, the inner circle out. Uh, and Jericho uh, reveals that Sammy Guevara is back as well. So he comes out. So they are at full capacity. That he, bit was actually kind of funny. Yeah. He denies that he would hit Hardy from behind. He says, I'm going to take your leg out and do it face to face. Uh, Hardy gets all heated about that. He's like, I want to fight all you guys now. And Mark Quinn is like, hey, you know, just calm down. Let me take care of this. Reminds Jericho, hey, I took you out last week. Cassidy's like, hey, I'll take over now. Lays out a challenge for Jericho, so they're going to have a match next week. Uh, after that, we had uh, the aforementioned awkward interview with FTR yeah. and Tully Blanchard. Go this ahead and talk about this so- a little bit. So Tully says, so every week there are thousands of new fans that get to see the greatest tag team in the world. Um, and so since so they get to see more of... So fans get opportunity to see more FTR. Tully is changing the rules. He said usually title matches, tag title matches, are 60-minute time limit. He's going to change that to 20-minute time limit. Yeah. And on top of that, FTR gets to pick their opponents. Mm-hmm. And just the, the, the phrasing of it, I was like... I mean, there's one. There's a reason he had a 60 minute time limit because that makes the, the title about feel important, you know? Yeah. Look, I mean, usually I, it's like the TV title has a shorter time limit. I get it. This is speaking. like this is like a heel thing, you know? Oh, I do too. But it just wasn't. The... It wasn't. It wasn't presented uh, well. It wasn't this, presented well. This is one of those things where, like, a guy is just saying this on the spot, and you would think there'd be some sort of 
backstage shenanigans to put this stuff in place. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, anyways, and then th- there's also the rule, if the opponent doesn't actually win, FTR gets the win. So I guess if it's like a like a double count DQ out or something. Or something. Yeah. I, I mean, even in that a DQ, there's too. a winner. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's really, it was confusing. So I was like, okay, if the other team doesn't win, then FTR wins. And I'm like, like 75% of the time, that's how it is anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if there's a double count out, that's really the only difference. I did like the, confusing. I, I did like the brush with greatness stuff though. The, uh, that's a good get, one. You get a 20 minute brush with greatness. I thought that was pretty decent. That is good. I think it was just uh, the pr- presentation of it wasn't the most effective. And this here watching this thinking, what the heck is this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, some, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the philosophy of uh, the philosophy of yeah, just go out and do it. Like you need a little bit more than that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Dax is wondering who the next challengers are going to be. It's going to be uh, uh, best friends. They're ranked number one. The Young Bucks. Nah, it's going to be SCU. Um, he calls best friends. Says best friends just want a glorified backyard wrestling match. Uh, this brings out best friends. Uh, Trent says last week's match. Last week it wasn't a match, it was a war. Uh says, yeah, we're a little banged up right now, but let's do this 20-minute challenge. Uh, Dax reminds him, hey, your mom isn't here to save you, but go ahead and get a ref down here. We'll start the match now. So FTR takes their jackets off, and they all get ready. And the cash grabs the mic and goes, uh, we can't do this. It's obviously you, best friends, aren't 100%. Wait a few weeks, get healed up, and give Tully a call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, then Chuck grabs the mic and calls him weenies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, I know I like that because Chuck was always complaining on Twitter how much he wants to curse. <laughs> he says weenies. Uh, so next up we had tag action, Ivelisse and Diamante uh, versus uh, Thunder Rosa and uh, Ikaru Shida. Um, yeah, I was just kind of curious. So there was like a little bit of a messiness when Diamante was not the legal person, but she was going for the penny. See Ivelisse over there getting really impatient. With that, yeah, she was like, she was like, and yeah. I never know with her. I never know is she is she like legitimately annoyed right now, or or ever yeah, because since then last she gets week. on Thunder Rosa and is doing some ground to pan. I'm like studying every shot to see if it's <laughs> I know worked or not. Exactly, you know? exactly. Like, because that that sequence did seem a little bit awkward. Like I don't know, but uh, but after that, like Thunder Rosa and Ivelisse didn't really mix it up that much. Like usually was the other combo, uh, yeah. and so they're really it was fine. Like nothing else really seemed all that all that weird. Although the finish was a little bit weird. I, like I feel like so uh, Thunder Rosa stops Diamante from hitting her finish on Sheeta. Sheeta then hits the Falcon Arrow, and that seemed like the perfect finish right there. But Ivelisse broke it up just for Rosa to, to do the her little Shining Wizard uh, finish. Uh, for the for the pinfall there, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But otherwise, yeah. it was a fine match. She, uh, Hikaru Shida yeah. is so much fun to watch. Thunder Rose is so great. Oh, they're they're both spectacular. They're both yeah. really really great. I hope they do get like, uh, like a rematch. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll have like a rematch in uh, in uh, NWA in NWA because they're running stuff again. Yeah, maybe maybe. Yeah. After that, we had a Chris Jericho interview. Uh, he's talking about Isaiah Cassidy. He says he has some balls. I got re- some respect for him. One day he'll be a, a huge star, uh, but not next week because next week he's facing the top star in AEW. And the only shot, 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 shot he's going to feel are the left fist and the right fist of the demo god. And MJF walks in. And he's like, you know, I heard what, what Cassidy had to say, and it's deplorable. And Jericho just says, 
you know, coming from you, Max, that really means a lot. And MJF says, you know, from you, Chris, you saying that, that really means a lot. And they're doing that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then Jericho's like, hey, Max, you're really great. And MJF says, no, you're really great. And at the same time, they kind of, they say, why, why did you call me a loser? Of course, with a couple weeks ago, they had that conversation out in the parking lot, and they're walking away. We see a split screen, and they both say, what a loser about each other. Mm-hmm. And MJF says, I wasn't calling you a loser. I was calling you all the, our, the limbo drivers a loser, like, driving crazy and stuff. And Jericho says, yeah, they, uh, uh, I got a drop of latte on my leather pants because of the limbo driver. <laughs> and then Jericho says, I wasn't calling you a loser, Max. I was calling Tony Shivani a loser. And they make fun of him. <laughs> And then Jericho goes, you know what, Max? You're all right. And MJF returns the, the compliment. So I don't know where this is going. Yeah, where, that was going to be my question. Where is this going? I mean, MJF, maybe MJF is going to try to swoop in and take over the inner circle. That could be. Because he's could talking be. about wanting to maybe start get, join a faction. Not mm-hmm. start, join. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That could be some fun stuff. That could be actually that could be really fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I don't know, you know, like they didn't really reference Jericho's quest. Like he's got a singles match next week. He mm-hmm. was doing this tag team thing for a second. I don't know if they're going to go back to that, or if Jericho's like, "Hey, I'm done with the Orange Cassidy thing now. Let let's get MJF in here. Let me let me take on MJF because that's a match that I think a lot of people would be into, like big mm-hmm. time. I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. I kind of want to see that more than I ever really wanted to see Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Um, like the promos, and it's and and or or for that matter, MJF versus Mox. You know what I mean? Like this could be a lot of fun because it's basically Chris Jericho versus Chris Jericho, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, this could be tons of fun. Are you, hear, are you hearing? Are hearing that, Maxwell? I just said this will be tons of fun. Yeah. All due respect. Uh, yeah, tons of respect. So next week uh, announced, of course, Jericho versus Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, Britt Baker will be back in action. FTR versus SCU. We got Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen. That'll be a good one. Uh, Mox is going to be there. And then next week on the 7th, it's the 30 years of Jericho celebration. And then in two weeks' time on the 14th, uh, the winner of our main event tonight, Kingston versus Moxley, Assuming he's cleared against Lance Archer. I didn't see that, the 30 years of Jericho thing. Yeah. There's got to be some gags in there about how they can't show footage from the majority of those 30 years. I know. You got to get some Thrill Seekers footage, maybe. That should be that should be fun. Well, I think, dude, I think, yeah. Is that in the Stampede? If that was a Stampede, they can't even show that part. They can't even show that. Like, I know there's there are some Thrill Seekers matches on the network. I forget in what, like from where, but I know I've seen that. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, somebody here mentioned, uh, okay, let's talk about this really quick. So, uh, Hardy said Jericho, his number one suspect is Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Jericho. Who's it going to be? We gotta assume it's not Jericho, it's not Sammy, right? So this is a new storyline. It's gonna be, yeah. It's not gonna be any of the obvious people. Said so he saw someone wearing a mask. So Levy here has the same thought as I have. 
it'll be one of private party. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that maybe we were going to see a turn tonight. I would love to to see that happen because what better way to build up their characters a bit more than mm-hmm. to to separate for a spell. Mhm. Mhm. That'd be fun. That could that be would cool. be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Uh, speaking of fun, we had a fun. Uh, well, it didn't get as uh, hardcore as maybe I, I had thought or maybe had hoped, but it was still pretty fun. Hard-hitting match between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley in our main event. Those chops were enough to justify this match. Oh, that chop-off was great. Eddie just turning Mox's chest purple. God. Really and I'm from so, dude, I'm sorry. But, here to here. But in, if, if this match was decided via chop, it would have been Eddie by far. Oh, yeah. Because Easily. Mox's were pretty actually kind of weak. Yeah, yeah, it, it started with the chop off, and, and towards the end there was another one. Um, there was a lot of brawling on the floor, of course, and commentary did a good job mentioning that you know Mox's last opponent, MJF, was trying to avoid the floor altogether, whereas Eddie might actually have the upper hand on Mox in terms of brawling on the floor, and so they were brawling, brawling around ringside, they went to the stands a little bit, to the crowd a little bit. Uh, There's some back and forth. Uh, at one point, uh, Mox hits a pile driver. Eddie just barely gets his foot on the ropes. Um, and the one thing Mox was selling, like he would, had like a stinger or something, because a couple times he grabbed his trap, his trapezius. And so he's hitting some downward elbows on Eddie in the corner. He grabs his, his shoulder, his traps. Eddie power bombs him, two count. This next spot was great. So Mox gets a, hits a German suplex. Eddie no sells, hits a Saito suplex. And then I'm expecting the spot where they both are selling the moves. No, Eddie still gets up, hits another Saito suplex, gets a two count. I love that Eddie's uh, finish is a spinning back fist. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes for that. Uh, Mox blocks it, uh, puts him in the rear naked choke, and then transitions to like uh, what is uh, Captain's Hook, what Kendrick calls it. Mm-hmm. I believe Excalibur called it the bulldog choke. Eddie passes out. But as commentary said, and as Eddie said on Twitter today, he didn't give up. Yeah. So Lucha Brothers hit the ring. They start beating up Mox. Will Hobbs comes out. He annihilates Phoenix with a huge spine bust. Oh, yeah. That was great. Hits Pento with a forearm. Uh, eventually, the Lucha Brothers hit Hobbs with stereo super kicks. Darby Allen comes out. He hits Lucha Brothers and uh, Eddie Kingston with uh, his skateboard. This brings out Ricky Starks. He hits Darby with a spear. And then the heels stand tall. And, like, Ricky's taking the skateboard and, like, ramming it into Allen's throat and stuff like that. I love Ricky Starks, man. Oh, he's so good. He's so great. That friggin' spear was awesome, too. So yeah, uh, people in chat are uh, educating us on Eddie Kingston's finishing uh, back fist. It's called the back fist to the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's really terrific stuff, man. That's great. That was fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. Let's uh, answer some questions. What do you say? Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, Will Terminator just says, I love Dark Order too, but I also enjoy Cody. That's good. That's good. That's totally cool. That's totally fine. That's good. I want Cody to go away. I want Brody to be top guy at AEW for the next 15 to 20 years. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Spending millions of fucking chilies money. <laughs> oh, he's so good. Ed Fry says, I love Cody, but it doesn't need to be back. There's zero reason for it. 
He's just done shooting that that reality show, that competition show he was doing. So he needs something to do, I guess. Hip Hop Hippo says, honestly, Ricky Starks might have speared Darby out of his emo face. That was a nasty. It was just a great sell. It was a great, but it was a really good looking spear, too. It was. It was. And they played his music out, too, which makes me happy because he's got the best music. He's got good music. R. Lopez Ortiz says, uh, it's a shorter time limit, the FTR rules, because the opponent is, for the opponent's a time limit draw. But FTR gets the win and not a draw. Yeah. I understand all that. I think just the presentation, the way it was delivered by Tully, was so convoluted. I get it's an idea for them to sneak away with a win in, in, in you know, like heelish fashion. I get all that. Yeah, we we understand. They're bad guys. They're they're stacking the deck in their favor. I think our problem with it is you got Tully out there, he just starts rambling this stuff. Like, you know, I honestly, dude, I I know that I, I, I'm i sort of mixed on, do I want to see authority figures on camera? Do I like how they do? I like how they do Tony Khan. I'll be honest. I could watch some more. I could see some more Tony Khan on my TV. I would totally be fine with maybe a little bit of Tully, maybe just in the background of one shot. Do you remember, do you remember, do you remember leading up to Kenny and Mox's match, that bit? Um, where Mox was right backstage and goes to Tony Khan's office to give him crap about how his match won't count. Oh, and you could just hear the audio. That was great. Yeah, it was. That was fantastic. Yeah. Some more of that stuff. Not a lot because you don't want to overdo it. Even just, dude, I'm telling you, just just like in the background, you see Tully talking to to Tony Khan, whereas while while we're getting like an interview or, or, you know, Mm -hmm, some mm -hmm. people talking. Mm -hmm. Uh, Andy Johnson said, hey, guys, can I get a birthday shout out? Just turned 35 today. Happy birthday, Andy. Dang MQ here in chat says Sean Ross Sapp says a lot of AEW talent were missing tonight, but he can't get anyone on the record about it. Hmm. Who was missing from the broadcast that's usually there tonight? Uh, Tony was there. JR was there. Excalibur was there. I mean, we know about Archer. Uh, we know about Archer. Uh, Butcher and the Blade weren't there. Uh, well, they were on Dark, though. I don't know when Dark filmed, is filmed. I think it was probably filmed last week. Oh, do they film that? It's like a I Kevin Nash so. whiteboard situation they got going over there. Yeah. Uh, Die Hard Homer says, anyone remember when Steve loved Cody and how good he was as a storyteller? Cody was a really good storyteller. I think he still I'm is sure a good storyteller. I think, honestly, the weakest story he's had, he's told, is the story of his TNT title reign. Um, the open challenging just wasn't all that interesting to me. Uh, Scruff says, why was Colt out for the Uno match, but not for Brody? Brody's not happy with Colt Cabana. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably why. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Adrian C. Anyone else notice JR refer to Sonny Kiss as she at least two to three times tonight? Uh, Sonny Kiss has said that he's fine with that. Um, uh, Therathabada, how will Death Triangle be dealt with when Pac is able to return? I want to be in your uh, group. I'm guessing they're not concerning themselves with that right now. I want to be in your group. Because who knows when Pac is going to come back. Let me in your group. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, <laughs> will we eventually see a two-man power trip situation with MJF and Y2J? Maybe, but it's all about uh, MJF trying to steal the inner circle from from Jericho. Ooh, Adrian C. speculates, says, oh no, no Brian Cage tonight, no Melissa Santos last line at Impact either. COVID confirmed. I don't know, man, it's none of my business. Nope. HIPAA, HIPAA violation. Uh, yeah, Maggie says appreciation post for uh, Miro's new gear. Uh, she says she thought it looked uh, it, it suited his look really well. What'd you think of the of the shorts and the the big kick pads? No, I thought it looked great. I mean, the shorts weren't too different than what he wore in WWE. Um, you know, there was a period where he wore like the not the the trunks, but like you know the the shorts came to the upper thigh, mm-hmm. which he had on tonight. But the kick mm-hmm. pads were new. But mm-hmm. I like I like kick pads. I thought it looked good. I thought it looked yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it looked comfy. Um, flats, two questions. Does Bertie Lee love John Silver because he only holds the belt? And with Cody's return tonight and not the anniversary show, what's the big angle that's happening on that show? Oh. Are we going to see Kenny attack Hangman probably? Okay, when is, is that? That's two weeks from now, that's right? two weeks, yes. Yeah, they can't play. They They can't let that one just hang too long right like just endless yeah I don't know I don't know if it's going to be that or if Kenny's going to attack Mox I mean Kenny talks about you know I'll wrestle when it helps my ranking Um, I don't know I'll tell you this Kenny not wrestling is not going to help your ranking whatsoever yeah well that's okay so let's take a look what is Kenny's ranking right now as a singles competitor I don't think he's a top five uh, AEW rankings. While you look into that, uh, Jorge D didn't Matt Hardy as after all out promo imply he'd be taking time off to recover. He hasn't missed one show, but he hasn't wrestled any of them. He hasn't wrestled any of them, but yeah, I, I got the feeling that he was going away also. Yeah. 
What is he doing? Get out of here. Oh, wow. Okay. So let's see here. Uh, we've got... We've got Lance Archer, number mm -hmm. one, with a 13-1 record. Brian Cage, with number two, with an 8-1 record. Uh, MJF, sorry, excuse me. MJF at number three, with a 9-1 record. Cody at number four, with an 18-2 record. And interestingly enough, Scorpio Sky at number five, with 8-2. Wow, yeah. best, best friends are 16-6. and six. They've had a good year. No kidding. Uh, Diehard Homer, if not the main title, Kingston would make a killer TV champ. Yeah, you, you, you get him more established in, in AEW. He'd be a great TNT champion. Uh, fear and loathing would not cause chaos in an AEW ring or the Dark Order just like the Stonecutters. What a good Simpsons reference. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is good. Uh, Maze and Rick Brody wins the, the FTW title. That's way beneath uh, Brody Lee. If it's not the TNT title, then it's a world title or bust. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Let's see here. Uh, over on the Discord, N Shive says, What other colors should Cody experiment for his hair? What other colors is Just for Men offer? He should do his hair in the same color palette as his neck tattoo. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. It'd be like Red Okada. Um, mm -hmm. I say uh, because the is the TNT plate isn't it silver? Uh, or do they transition it to gold? I think it's nickel and gold. I think it's both. All right. I think like the shiny part that the TNT's on is is silver and nickel. I would say. Plated. The, have your hair mimic the title you want. The only title he can have is the TNT title. It was so, kind of like that when he was blonde, though. Red, but red in it. Okay, so red in the side. No, blonde is not blonde. No, it's it's got to well, I mean, be shiny silver or gold. Well, I mean, blonde is kind of golden hair. That's my point. Nah, it needs to be shiny gold. You can do that now. Maybe. Anyways, but red around the sides and then like a circle of <laughs> of gold on top. Is that what you're advocating for? And then the TNT logo right up there here. There you go. But not, but he doesn't get that dyed in. He gets that cut in. Yeah, right. Side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Kinrana, do you think Eddie Kingston will ever have a title in AEW? He's so damn good. No. Probably not. There's only so many. There's only so many titles for people. If they ever do a trios title, his his uh, uh, his chances go up quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, no. And that's okay. Like you know, that's okay. He's serving a role. Yep. Schnauzer, how many times is AEW going to end with a locker room clearing brawl before they decide to change it up? Did it, is that how it ended last week? What was last week? Uh, I don't remember. It ends that way a lot, though. They have a <laughs> lot of brawls to end shows. Look, man, it worked for WCW. Yeah, uh, bottom class. I agree Cody would be much better off chasing the belt. Uh, I don't think Brody should drop the belt until he is built up to take the AEW title. That's correct. Cody, who, who else should Cody feud with? Give him a feud with Colt Cabana. There you go. Have Colt have, have, have those stories intersect. There you go. Have Cody start whoop, at the bottom of the dark order. You take on number five this week, then ten, mm -hmm. then Silver and Reynolds, mm -hmm. then Grayson, then Uno. You have to go through everybody. 
But instead, at the anniversary show, I guess now we're going to have a dog collar yeah. match, huh? Yeah, it's looking that way. And two more weeks of, of Brody with that title. Zondo, just get some actor who is head of talent relations and isn't an authority figure, but is a messenger for Tony, the Young Bucks, or whoever. Nope. I want Tony. What if you get John Laurinaitis to play that role? <laughs> yeah. That's good. Zoid uh, was putting two long promo segments at the beginning of the second hour after that hot first hour drag for you. It made me hard for me to get. It made it hard for me to get the rest of the show. I'll be honest. Yeah, there I was re- a lot of talking. There was a lot of talking in this episode. I didn't really notice that much. I mean, I'm sure I, I believe you, but I don't know. None of it really bugged me. What are we talking? Oh, Matt Hardy and FTR, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really somewhat know. atypical for AEW to have that much talking. Somewhat. Uh, Dang MQ, Mox is still the IWGP US champion. In order for him to defend the title in Japan, he would have to drop the AEW championship, fly to Japan, and quarantine for two weeks. Not sure Mox wants to do that. You could Don't they have shows here in America sometimes? Yeah, but you can't wrestle any other sh- televised shows in America. Oh, yeah. Huh? That's his contract. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Schnauzer, does MJF take over Inner Circle the night of Jericho's celebration and kick him out of the group? It's a little, probably a little too quick for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if, but you know, something to mimic the festival of friendship mm-hmm. would be pretty cool. Yeah, part of me really hopes that Kevin Owens is they have the contracts forever. Never He's got another like three years or four years. I really want to see him back with Jericho. I was watching some of that, the old Kevin Owens Jericho stuff. It was so good. It was good. And he's, Ed Fries, he's really not doing sorry. anything in WWE. No, he's not doing a damn thing. Ed Fries, do you guys feel like Mox's title run is missing something that the rest of his AEW run had besides their not being fans? Before we start, a lot of people mentioned that given the circumstances, he's had a lot of what you could call filler or placeholder feuds. Yeah, sure. I mean, really, he's only had two, I think, really fully developed feuds. There was Jericho when he won the title and then MJF mm-hmm. after he had won it already. This is as champion. Mm. But like the Brody Lee one hastily put together, there was barely any build for Brian Cage. Uh, they were trying to do something with Archer, but Archer's out for a while. Um, you know, Kingston was a decent replacement. The Hager thing was just not very good. Um, and that took, what, three, four weeks to build. Yeah, There just hasn't been a whole lot of sustained storylines. Some of that just might be circumstance. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, you just listed off a lot of them. It can't all be circumstance. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just. Well, I mean, part of it he's, was he's he's very he's very simple when it comes to wrestling. Like, I mean, just remembering his appearance on the Stone Cold podcast. You know, when he did that promo on the spot of like talking about going after somebody's knee. I'll never forget that. I was like, oh, that's just like super old school. Like that's, I think that's just, that's just him. You know, I mean. Oh, to a degree that's true. Yeah. The thing about AEW is that they allow their wrestlers a lot of freedom. We know that. They've said that. Mm -hmm. He's coming off a place where his main problem with WWE was convoluted crap. You know, in his mind, and if you listen to his promos, you can see this. It's very simple stuff. You find a hook, you do promos about it, you have a match, and you move on. 
he just might not be into into more in-depth stories. That might just well, be his the, thing. Yeah, that could be. I mean, some of the circumstances, you know, obviously Brody Lee, probably a replacement for, I'm guessing, Pack to be his opponent. It's his first real title defense. And then, uh, you know, then the build to his match with Cage, he had to quarantine because his wife got COVID. Mm-hmm. And they had to push that match a week. Mm-hmm. There was like two weeks of build they lost for that. I don't know. It's probably a little bit. Of, it's not just probably one reason, but there's probably you know a variety of reasons why it feels like things kind of haven't been as uh, uh, cohesive. I've always appreciated the stuff that he's done with Darby Allen. His relationship <laughs> with Darby Allen is, I think, is is pretty strong stuff. Yeah, uh, Maggie, thank you for the. Uh, oh, sorry, gifting us up. Thank you. Uh, I'm just trying to do something besides Cody on on the show. I don't know what this is. Besides Cody on show with Chris Smell, who from AEW could be a crossover star? Uh, does he mean Stephen Amell? Maybe. Maybe. Who on the show can be a crossover star? I could see uh, 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 Mox being on Pacific Blue or a Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, there you go. Ricky Starks on Silk Stockings. That that is a that's a frighteningly good fit. Isalda says, uh, "Is Moxley better uh, to utilize to chase the title than to hold it?" No, I actually think I don't know. Look, I understand that like it's he's not the most intriguing guy in the world, but goddamn, he's a big name and they built him into a pretty big deal. Like, yeah, he you know thanks to his career in WWE. You know he's a big deal, and mm-hmm. he's he's the actually been the perfect guy to carry that because with the way things are with the world now, you kind of need simplicity. You know, like yep. it, he's it's simple, it's stable. He's at the top. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with Kenny once Kenny takes it off him, and they get into the hangman thing. I think that'll yep. all be really strong stuff. But you know, for all the crap that's going on, you know, a, a stable. Sometimes boring and predictable champion isn't the worst thing in the world. Fair. Uh, Isolde says, I think Kenny is recovering from shoulder inji- injury. Mm. He's had some issues of late. Yeah, I noticed he had the, he's had, I think, rock tape on his shoulder and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to do something does correct. Uh, it says it is, uh, it was bad autocorrect. Stephen Amell is what he meant. That damned autocorrect. Yeah. Uh, Flat says Lance Storm is a free agent. He can come down and break a wine bottle over his head. And then White Brownie says here, uh, Lance has said on the podcast, they won't be traveling anywhere till it's safe. Smart move on his part. Uh, Maggie says, have you guys heard of the Heel show they're filming? Stephen Mell is going to be in it. Super curious to see what stories they tell. I'm sure Cody will pop up on it. Yeah, no, I, we've heard about the show. Um, I am. I'm curious to know what the, how it's going to be. Sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then R. Lopez Ortiz says Mox mentioned recently that his plan was to defend the AEW title all over the world, but COVID happened. Yeah, who knows what could have been had the world not come to a screeching halt. Anyways, that's going to do it for our show today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow at noon Pacific, three Eastern, live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson for our NXT review, uh, and it'll go up right after that uh, on podcast everywhere, wherever you get your podcasts, and, uh, of course, uh, on the YouTubes. So thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.
Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.